0: So I'm just going to launch straight into a bit of an introduction about myself. So I'm Laura Roach, I'm the Education Technology Manager at the School of Biosciences in Cardiff University. Um, We became Surpass customers this year, but this isn't my first Surpass conference as I came last year. So it's nice to see some uh, familiar faces. So to give you a bit of an overview, um, I'm just going to talk about where we were in terms of um, before we purchased to pass, uh, why we decided to go on the e-assessment route pretty much from paper, um, the process we went through of choosing to pass, and um, what's next for us. So I apologize for some of you, this is, well for most of you, this is going to be preaching to the converted, but I've had a lot of people ask me about the process that we went through. So in 2017, uh, nearly exactly two years ago, I walked into the School of Biosciences, having been in Cardiff University for quite a number of years, but never worked in biosciences before, and uh, they sat me down like, welcome, we're glad to have you here, but we have a question, or more of a statement, and that was... We'd like you to lead a project selected in a new e-assessment platform. We'd like to make a decision by January 2018, bear in mind this was September 2017, with a view to converting all of our exams in the academic year 18-19. Is that all right? (laughs) Now, when you've been in a job for 24 hours, what do you do? You go, sure, (laughs) that's fine, of course. So just to give you some additional context, I'm not going to talk about this too much, but I just wanted to say that also at this point, we were having a facility built called eLeaf, which is an e-assessment and e-learning facility. I got in just as the floor plans were being finalized and before they uh, broke ground on the project. So I managed to have a little bit of input on that, which meant we weren't looking at the BYOD route. So just to give you some context, so we now have a lovely uh, 160-seater facility, which is which is fabulous. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of uh, context. Now, I apologise for not having photos of it. I don't know why I don't have any photos of it because it's been my baby, but I don't. So we have a lot of exams. Um, our incoming first years. We had four hundred and sixty-five Vishnu first years come in last Monday. Uh, they do a common first year when they study biosciences, and that's because a lot of them that come in and uh, say, I want to do neurosciences, for example. By the second year, they say, actually, I don't want to do neurosciences, I want to do zoology. So that's why they all do a common first year and they specialize in the second and third years progressively. So they each do 12 exams in the first uh, first academic year, which uh, results in us having (coughs) 5,520 physical exam papers to try and process and store. Never mind all the poor trees that suffer as a result. So our drivers for change, this this is not exhaustive, but this is the main ones for the three uh, stakeholders, uh, was to reduce admin time for the professional services team. Uh, We average about 40 hours per exam. Uh, Reduce the marking time for the academic staff and also to provide the students with a better experience. So the rest of 2017 absolutely flew by. We didn't make a huge amount of progress. We were soon in 2018, nowhere near making a decision, but we were working on it. I say we, I mean I, I am my team. (laughs) Okay, so 2018, first of all, we had to do a requirements gathering. So we got all different types of staff together and said, What do you need, what do you want, what's preventing you from being innovative and what currently works that you don't want to lose and what currently doesn't work. And We asked them to look at uh, six key areas which are probably very common, authoring, assessment setting, question banks, marketing and feedback, reporting and analysis and admin and support. Once we had those uh, requirements, we then prioritized them using the Moscow scale. I don't know if anybody else has heard of this because I hadn't until we started using it. So you have your must-haves, your should-haves, your could-haves, and your won't-haves. We then basically did some market research and went to the vendors, all the vendors that we could find and said, here's our criteria. This is what we're looking to do. Can you help us? And this took a while. It took a while to collect all the responses and cross check things and just make, make sure that we weren't wasting our time, wasting anybody else's time. Eventually we ended up with four vendors that we invited to do demos with us surpass, unsurprisingly, question mark on demand, and we were actually using question mark perception uh, on a very sort of small scale within the school at the time. Blackboard, and we invited Blackboard because they are they provide our virtual learning environment and Mobius assessment, but they were known as Maple TA uh, at the time. So what happened was with our, uh, um, our, our demonstrations, there was two things that came clear very, very quickly. First of all, Blackboard, Blackboard were not suitable for our needs, so that was out. And Mobius assessment was actually put into a different project. So that was out but it was in on a slightly different project because it was in scope but just not for what we were looking for for this project. We scored our vendors based on how well they met our criteria. We looked for any critical criteria that they didn't meet. And we also looked at what um, aspects we hadn't really considered before. And there were some very uh, important things that we should have considered before that we didn't up until the point where the vendors came in and told us what they were capable of providing us. And naturally we had to think about what was cost effective and also sustainable. We really didn't want to enter uh, into something where maybe in two, three, four, five years time, we were having to look at a different project because it just wasn't sustainable. Just to add at this point, I didn't make the final decision about who we went with, um, but one thing that uh, made a huge difference to me was being in Bristol last year. It was fantastic. And I say that because the community, the BTL Surpass community is amazing. So if you were there last year and we spoke, thank you very much. It really, really helped to uh, cement my uh, belief that Surpass was the right platform for us. It was absolutely brilliant. So, last, last year went super, super quickly, and we came into 2019, and we finally had a decision. And I had to, as I mentioned, go in and say, I think Surpass is the best platform for us. I felt it was the um, best all-round platform. I used uh, the, the saying of, um, you know, for the many, not for the few, because I really felt like everybody could benefit from it and then we had the go-ahead to um, start the procurement process um, nearly 16 months after starting uh, my role in the School of Biosciences, so 16 months as opposed to three. <laughs> Last week we finally ran our trial, so we put 420 new, brand new students on their second day through Surpass to do a diagnostic quiz. So a diagnostic quiz um, is an opportunity for the students to find out where they are in their learning um, post-A level and for us to see where they are as well. It doesn't count for anything. Um, they just get very general feedback for revision areas, but it was a really good opportunity to get them through eLeaf and get them using surpass. We used HTML HTML delivery, we didn't need to lock anything down. If they had used uh, a browser or anything to look up the answers, the only person they were disadvantaging were themselves. They were all too terrified to do anything they shouldn't be doing anyway, so it didn't really make any difference. We had two errors. We had two network errors. Uh, one student uh, who, by the time he put his hand up, uh, it fixed itself. And I had another student who had a network error, and when I looked under the desk, he had uh, pulled out the, the network cable with his foot. So I was down on my hands and knees, plugging a network cable back in during this quiz with one of my colleagues giving me a, a very uh, concerned look of what on earth are you doing? Um, <laughs> but it soon became clear what we were doing. The only other factor was um, human errors, so that was entirely my fault, uh, I, look, missed, I overlooked something um, so the students weren't uh, able to put in the, the correct response that they needed to. That was entirely my fault, I take responsibility for it. So what's next for us? A lot is probably the answer to that. So our uh, first year students are going to be doing the mid-module assessments f- fairly soon. They do them quite early on in the year. Um, so we ha- are taking across five out of six of our mid-module assessments. Five of them are primarily MC- uh, MCQ with a few short answer questions thrown in, not that many, and one of them is an essay uh, exam, so we were not taking that one across. So for the most part, it's going to be human marking with a little bit of computer, uh, um, sorry, mostly computer marking and a little bit of human marking. It's medium to low risk. It's medium risk in that it's the student experience that we're concerned about, uh, but the um, tests don't actually count for anything for the students at the end. It's not going to count towards their final degree. So our great debate at the moment is, do we move to typed essay questions? There's a huge debate about this. Surprisingly last week, we asked our new first years, what would you prefer? Like not in the terms of you get to have a say necessarily, but we want to know what their opinion was. And the majority of them said they would prefer to handwrite, which was a huge shock. Um, So we think We think that the reason is, is that they're not used to writing for three hours. So that's a possibility. So the thing that we're going to do is run some sort of formative opportunity for them to come along and give it a go and get some data from it before we look at this any further. The staff are very much 50-50. The staff who are uh, against typed exams is because they don't want to uh, mark uh, on screen any more than they do that was my thought as well um, and I'm actually really on the fence I want what's best for the staff and the students uh, at the end of the day I'm not going to be taking the exams I'm not going to be marking them I want what's best for uh, the stakeholders involved just to close I just want to say a huge thank you to the team at BTL. Uh, Emma, Lizzie, uh, Kat, Jen, Will, all the rest of you, Tim, you've just been amazing. Thank you so, so much. Um, Yeah, really could not have gotten to this point without you. Um, And also to Brian from uh, NBME as well, who's been a fantastic font of knowledge. So thank you very much to Brian as well. Thank you very much.